yesterday. I was not. And I want to welcome everybody to the Saturday Night Special of the World According to That Man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. And I want to welcome everybody that has served our country and everybody that is. Yes, that is. I want to point out this woman, her father was a translator for the U.S. Army in Vietnam. And he faced some pretty damned hard times when the communists won, which was thanks to the Democrats in Congress forbidding the aid that President Ford and President Nixon had promised to them. So this brave, brave woman and her family were tortured by the communists and uh, all to help the prestige and keep the good name of the United States of America. And I think, I mean, considering what she has gone through uh, in order to... uh, well, to keep the good name of America and to keep our honor bright and to keep our honor clean, I believe the saying is, I think she deserved a round of applause. Thanks. There you go. There you are. And uh, welcome everybody to the world, according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Like I said, welcome to Rumbles Ranthers, and thank you for everybody that has served our country. And Absolutely. And, and, I, how. and, and how. I apologize to all those who have served our country and their country has not served them back. Oh, and Judy, you said a mouthful, my dear friend. You said a mouthful. You really said a mouthful. I mean, yeah, their country has not served them back except to spit on them, and it's really disgraceful. And, uh, I mean, I think we, uh, and Jenna, Judy, you're too young, way too young to have been in the generation that we're talking about, but I was in that generation, and I saw disgraceful things being done to the men and women, 99% men, who had fought this for this country and for our prestige and our honor over and over and over again and seeing their buddies, their friends getting killed, and yet they kept on fighting for the uh, South Vietnamese to be free. And it's a damn good thing they did because as soon as the Americans left, kicked out by the Democrats. I mean, there's no two ways about that. The Democrats basically took the American fighting man who had fought and risked his or her life, 99% of the time men, and uh, just kicked them yelling and screaming out the door uh, while the poor Vietnamese people who had fought so hard and so bravely to keep America's very good ally, South Vietnamese, free, they were, uh, nobody bothered them. Well, except the communists bothered them. But uh, really, we we owe a large debt of gratitude to the Vietnamese people who kept fighting and fighting to keep uh, America uh, a little bit safer for a little bit longer. Uh, well said. And we do, we also still have a lot of veterans right now that are suffering. We have an extremely high amount of uh, suicide rates. Obviously, we have an extremely uh, poor VA system. Uh, a friend of the show was sharing with me the the uh hardship that he has to go through just to get uh things passed and things go through uh just just for his hearing i mean he's got pretty much no hearing and the amount of tests that he has to go through constantly and the bureaucracy uh that he has to go through is 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 breathtaking and yeah it's it's disgrace it's a disgrace you know winston churchill said uh judah that there is such a thing as disgrace and there's such a thing as I beg your There's such a thing as defeat, and there's such a thing as disgrace. And the United States of America, uh, through a VA system and through other parts of the bureaucracy, 
was doing a disgrace to the people who had fought for this great, great country in the Vietnam War. And it was a big fight. People don't realize. They think, oh, there's just a few guys there smoking dope and uh, having a great time. No. At one point, there are 575,000 Americans fighting for Vietnam, for a free Vietnam. And when they left, when they left, because Nixon left, and Ford was a great man, a really, really great man. But when, when he left, uh, and it was just, uh, as we Jews say, a shand, a disgrace to the Jewish people to see the way these people were treated by the government that they had fought for so bravely for so long. Yeah, and I'm not just, Ben, it's still going on with the people that have gotten back from Afghanistan, from Iraq, from all these different places. And uh, obviously the, the amount of death is not the same, but there are a lot of uh, our troops that saw some, that, that, that were maimed, injured, killed, saw some horrific things or suffering from extreme forms of PTSD. This is a 25 year period of we have troops that are being treated like garbage. And it is as if they had no human aspect to them at, at all, as if they were robots or AI creatures. <clears throat> These are Americans. These are brothers and sisters. I I had the incredible honor and pleasure, uh, incredible honor of being married to the daughter of a big-time Vietnam War hero. And she is the greatest human being there ever was. And uh, she fought very, very hard for the rights of veterans. It was like fighting against the the uh, the Mount Ever Mount Everest. It was just such a giant mountain of bureaucracy, and it's a heartache and a heartbreak to see the way this woman has suffered on behalf of people she doesn't even know by and large, but she knows America, and she knows that it's right when people help America to help them back. Right. And I, I, I know Trump really tried to, to, to help fix the VA system. I mean, it, it's so broken. It would take God knows how many years to fix it. But the fact that a 22-year-old, a 23-year-old, a 30-year-old comes back from service uh, in, in 2023 and can't see any doctor in America that they want, I simply cannot understand. I can't understand either. I, 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 don't. I, I, I don't under. We, we, we spend and we waste so much money. Uh, spend on, as you always say, spend on defense, but spend on the people that are defending us at the same right, time. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Like every dollar we spend on defense that keeps us from having to spend that same dollar at actual war. That's a bargain. That's a hell of a bargain. And right. why we don't do it, I don't know. But I think it's a disgrace. You know, we have some of the most in, incredibly wonderful uh, defense contracting companies in America. and build great, great super weapons. Just to get an idea of how good the weapons are made by the U.S. defense industry, look at Ukraine. Now, Ukraine, it's true. It's true. It's absolutely true. They had some of the worst Jew haters in the world in Ukraine before uh, the Second World War began. But then, after that, after the war was over, they became ardent anti-communists. They became ardent defenders and lovers of the United States of America. And now they're fighting tooth and nail every day to keep themselves free from Soviet, uh, well, let's call it spade a spade, from Soviet domination. 
It's a disgrace. It's a shonda, as we do say, a shonda that these people are not given the respect and love they deserve by this great country. This great country is better than that. We're better than that, people. We're better than that. I mean, I think we're better than a lot of things. Uh, I don't believe right now we have a functioning government. I don't believe uh, we have one that is functioning for us, at least. I don't think we have a functioning government in the great state of California. I don't believe we have a great uh, local government. Uh, I'm I'm actually shocked. Uh, I'm not shocked, but I, I, I mean, I don't think I'm shocked by anything anymore. But the disgrace of the government right now, the United States of America, disgrace of the government of the state of California is uh, reprehensible as we're watching what's going on in the streets of all across major cities oh, in America. God, Judah, that's so, that's so true and so terrifying. And here you and I are, me, an old guy, just sitting in my office, an old, old guy, pictures of various people I used to have on my talk show years ago and surrounded by uh, friends helping me with the show. And I asked myself, I, and I, I'm sure my wife was watching it on her, on her TV, her computer rather, is asking her, her father's career army, one uh, the bronze star and the silver star in Vietnam. He must be turning over in his grave and his grave is right there at Arlington. And he must be turning over in his grave, thinking to himself, wow, I sent these guys whom I helped instruct at the Army War College. I sent these guys whom I helped instruct in every kind of combat college you can imagine to Vietnam. And then they were dropped off and we didn't do a thing to help them when they got back. Uh, what kind of people are we? I mean, really, what kind of people are we that we send our men out to die and don't give, give give them a proper welcome when they come back. Well, well said. But I'm, I'm saying the bigger point now, though, is we have on the streets. Imagine, imagine you come back from time serving, and this is what you come back to, as they did during the Vietnam War. And you're looking around on the streets right now, and you see a bunch of uh, rabid animals, uh, just rabid f- fanatics screaming uh, "Free Palestine!" Or, you know, just just all these. Uh, insane things and law enforcement has been, it's been castrated. These people should, uh, I mean, I don't know if you saw the images around Grand Central Station last night. I, you know, they, I don't think I did, Jude. I saw were, some people, photos people were, in the New York Times. People, people were literally, yeah, the New York Times, and people were literally barricaded with police inside inside Grand Central Station until they could get the protesters. Protesters, I hate even using that word because it's not a protest. What are they protesting again? It, it's a mob. And with this mob outside and because the cops can't do anything and people can't do anything. It's like there's a I was I was reading this great um, thing about Meyer Lansky. There was a, a rally in Yorksville and a Nazi rally. OK, in, where is Yorksville? In uh, I believe it's in Brooklyn. And there was a rally or New York. I could be wrong. And uh, there was a rally in your Nazi rally in York, Yorksville and, wow. and about 15 other people. In the 30s, and he, yeah. he, he and 15 other people said they're not going to take it. And uh, they went inside, started throwing Nazis out the window, uh, started chasing them down the street and kicked the crap out of them. And they went before the judge, and I believe his name was Nathan Perlman. He said to them, can I pay you for your uh, for your services? 
And his response was, my brothers and sisters are dying, are dying in Europe. My brothers are dying in Europe. And uh, that was his civic duty and those 15 other civic people's civic duties. And I'm not, uh, I don't know what I'm calling for anymore. I just know that uh, Jews in America, eventually Christians in America, will not be safe to roam the streets of uh, of our major cities. And uh, and, and, and I, I, I absolutely agree And to think, to think that in the United States of America, the greatest country there's ever been, the absolute zenith of nations, we are letting these thugs, these horrible, horrible people run the streets and the police are not even safe to arrest them and put them in prison for seditious libel or for any kind of uh, anti-American activities. What's going on here? Yes, free speech, of course, always free speech. We're talking about people who have knocked down policemen, knocked down police barricades, knocked down police buildings. I'm sorry? Graffitied police cars. Graffitied police cars set cars on fire. And and this is how America is being run nowadays? Are they crazy? I mean, what's going on here? What what on earth has happened to the United States of America since Mr. Trump left office? I mean, I don't think there's any point into having an America where Americans are not free to to talk about how much they love their country. Like that. It happened like that, Ben. That that it, it, like yeah, that. I, I, it, yeah, yeah, it happened in, between in, in, November tw- between noon and one minute after noon on the inauguration day on the twelfth of uh, sorry, bigger part the twentieth of uh, of January. It was shocking, shocking, yeah. stunning. And I, I warn everybody: this isn't. You know, I obviously we're both Jews, and but we care deeply about this great state, uh, this great country of America too. And this is really a warning to everybody. It's it's you next. It's everybody. It's everybody that doesn't go and abide by them. That you're next. I mean, they. I mean, the fact. Listen, I can't stand. I mean, obviously, I cannot stand Joe Biden. But the sight of protesters around the, the his home, where they have the best fried chicken, or near his home, should not be allowed. He's the president of the United States. Whether we all know our opinions on it, this should not be allowed. It, 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 there has to be a separate because one of these fringe nuts is going to do something. And then one fringe nuts going to lead to many fringe nuts. And it just takes but one and their game is terror. People don't understand this concept of what terror is. They don't understand uh, what Hamas did and got away and, 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 and gratefully is not getting away with. But what Hamas did is create terror. They're they're creating terror inside people in New York City and people inside all across the, in most major cities, Ben. That they're I'm well of- aware of it, sir. Sir, I'm well aware. Oh. Of it. And Goebbels, Joseph Goebbels, the uh, head of propaganda for Adolf Hitler, said the goal of terror is to create so much fear in the mind of your adversary that he simply is paralyzed and doesn't do anything. And that's happening right now. And I might add, and I've said this on this program a great many times, and I'm sorry to have to say it again. I hope I don't ever have to say it again. I'm sorry to say that the thugs 
of the Democrat Party, the thugs of the Democrat Party, who sometimes travel under the rubric of uh, Black Lives Matter, are aimed not at expressing prelude to a uh, nut, prelude to a nut job, walking out the uh, checkout line at uh, well, my favorite store in the whole, whole, whole L.A. that's left, uh, Pavilions, and uh, a great, great, great store, by the way, a really, really great store. But anyway, people are terrified in there. People are terrified to speak their minds about politics because they know that if either the guy in line ahead of them might hit them or the guy behind them might hit them, or in the parking lot, there'll be somebody catching an eye on what kind of car you have. And they stop me all the time because I have quite a few nice cars. I don't think I can afford them much longer, but I have quite a few nice cars. And I'm terrified that they're going to be defaced, vandalized by people who don't love America the way I do. And I want to tell those people. I want Ben. Yes, think about I'm a, old and weak, but I've got Ben. I was thinking I'm about this sure. today. You live in a beautiful neighborhood. Thank God, many beautiful neighborhoods. But I was thinking about this as you're going down the streets in Beverly Hills, and I mean, this really never happened. Uh, but who would feel safe right now to fly an American flag in front of their house? Uh, who would feel safe to fly an Israeli flag in front of their house? And I know there are a lot of people in the on, on our show that don't live in places like we do and have that, thank God, that ability that they can. But I'm talking about even in neighborhoods or suburban neighborhoods adjacent to New York City. Who would feel safe right now with essentially a police force that's been castrated to fly those things? And it, 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 this is... This brilliant, is where, brilliant, brilliant point. This, this, thank you. And this is where we're at, where we can't fly a flag on our front lawns right now because we have a bunch of they. I don't know if you saw this story, but the University of Pennsylvania, which some, which a lawyer is actually gratefully suing for civil rights, they had beamed, beamed like with lasers, Nazi propaganda yeah. on the University of Pennsylvania. This is about the fifth or sixth at least incident that's happened at University of Pennsylvania. And you know what? I got to say, if we had, you have to at a certain point, where the F is the FBI, Ben? Where the hell is, 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 where, where are they? And I know they're chasing. Right. Where, where's law enforcement altogether? And they're, where's they're, law enforcement in Philadelphia altogether? But, but here's the thing that the law enforcement of Philadelphia, if they were allowed to, they would actually do something. If they didn't have Soros approved, uh, you know, the prosecutors over there like we do over here, they would actually do something. The police officers in Philadelphia, do they, I don't I, or I don't think they need a reason or want a reason <laughs> ben, to, to, to break uh, to break stuff up. I mean, they're legendary for doing that. And they can't right now. They can't protect. And going back to your point, it's so imperative that people strap up. Because because the the nine one one calls are not going to be answered, Ben. And I'm not trying to scare people. I'm just being honest. And uh, this is where we're at. And very very scary, very very frightening. And and I would like to tell you, uh, more frightening is going to be more and more frightening in the future. There is simply no end to the ability of people to scare other people if they have a mind to do it. I I personally do not want to be scared. I, I'd rather live my life not being scared. 
And uh, please, God, let's send us some uh, police and some judges who will stand up for the right of Americans to demonstrate for safety and for freedom, not for the Palestinians. The Palestinians crept into nurseries at villages, which they call kibbutzim, took little babies out of incubators, took them out, cut their heads off or slit their throats, same thing, then threw them into a fire and burned them up. That's happening in America right now. And the police were scared to stop them because some judge, some a-hole judge, is going to hold them in contempt for something. Yeah, I mean, there's there a couple of weeks ago, I was seeing, reading this story about this sex offender in New York City, uh, frightening-looking fella, uh, who is, he's out on the streets and he keeps habitually sex, uh, but and they won't arrest him, Ben. Who uh, won't arrest him? The, the city of New York, they won't arrest him. Wait, it, I thought- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got, I'm got, He's been arrested a few times. They've let him out. No cash bail, obviously. This is New York or Philadelphia? New York City. And I wow, mean, what the hell example. is going on? He what jumps, on earth? Is- he, he jumps into a Lyft or an Uber the other day. He starts pretty much doesn't attack a woman, so that's why he wasn't arrested. But just scaring the crap out of these people in an Uber. He just jumps in, and they can't do anything about it. It, it it and it's 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 terrifying. mind it, boggling to me. And I think the hardest part, I think so many of us, Ben, really have to wrap our heads around is why people don't get the concept. And maybe you could answer this. Eventually, you're next. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I can't. But I think it has to do with the fact that the uh, prosecutors will prosecute the innocent and protect the guilty. I mean, that's. Uh, Seems to be the watchword among prosecutors these days. Pro- they prosecute the innocent and uh, let, let's let go of the uh, guilty. That seems to be the standard watchword in America today. And that's a very frightening word. Those are frightening words to use. And I want to point out something else to you is uh, uh, that you, I don't know, I'm not sure if you've seen because a lot of people, and it was brought up in the New York Post today. And just to put this in perspective, so Eric Adams, who's uh, being raided right now, uh, his phone, everything, the mayor of New York City, who's actually been going against Biden uh, about the mass immigrant. He changed his tune on the immigration policies. And he's also been an ardent defender of the Jews in New York City are trying to do his best. Had his uh, campaign manager, uh, uh, the FBI, and he himself had the FBI come to him. And they brought up this this point where it's, you know, people are like, because Trump is threatening to. to, to oh, go, could you get me my back scratcher, please? Trump is threatening to go after the people that have gone after him. And we're what we're, we're witnessing. This happening, it's it's amazing that every it's amazing. Trump, it's it's amazing absolutely that everything amazing. Trump was ever accused of that he never did. This regime is actually doing it in front of our eyes. And while we have where we have Nazi beams in, on, in, in the University of Penn and the FBI is not there, they're raiding the mayor of New York City's home over campaign finance stuff, literally over campaign finance stuff. And the person brought up that every campaign gets illegal contributions. Every campaign 
gets illegal money. They don't know it at the time, but when they do the books, eventually most of them return that money. That's just a fact. You can't control all the money coming into your campaign. You don't know who it's coming from. But the fact that the FBI had to go and do this in public. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. He would have brought his he would have brought his phone in. He would have brought it just I mean, I mean, you think about all the FBI agents at Mar-a-Lago that day. This is what we're up against, Ben. And it's it's um it's it's a very uh uh frightening thing. I'm scared to death. Uh, I'm I'm not scared as I've shared for me. I'm scared to death for my nieces and my nephews. I am terrified for them that they're Orthodox Jews that wear yarmulkes and they are walking targets. They are walking targets. Very scary I, and horrible. And, Just and, horrible. And 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 for people, I, you know, I remember. Uh, you know, I just, I, I, my heart You're breaks for these people. No. I know, sorry, my, but my heart breaks for these people. My heart breaks for my family. My heart breaks for, my heart breaks for, Ben, did you see the story with Macron in Israel where he accused them basically of genocide? What? And, yeah. Macron? You mean the, the prime minister of France? Yeah. Wow, and, uh, I was sick. I was sick. Wow, it's sick and it's sickening. Wow, it's terrifying. Terrifying, just terrifying. It's amazing. Jews are murdered in the most ghastly ways imaginable in large numbers with no provocation. They, The Israelis were pouring aid into Gaza, were pouring expertise in agricultural work into Gaza. And instead of helping them and working along with them to create a, a wall of fame, of shame, of famous people, they don't get any thanks for that. They get all they get is kicked in the teeth. Why? Why? This goes back to the perversity of the human animal. Why do people hate Jews so much? Why do people hate Jews so much? Why do people hate the innocent so much? What is it about the innocent that makes people want to hurt them so much? Extremely well said. And Ben, I, I do save you from a lot of the stuff that I see because I don't want you to see it. And I don't want my mother to see it. I don't want, uh, but I'm part of uh, certain groups that uh, are are very up to date on the the propaganda that's going online, and it, it's really amazing. And I, I I know people out there that are listening think to themselves uh, about Hollywood and Jews and uh, why we don't th- just I I I know I know what you're thinking because I think the same thing oftentimes. And the fact that uh, we own the two biggest media conglomerates in the well, world. We don't own them. They're owned by the stockholders. I understand, they but are, they're, they're the stockholders. Are, they're, no, no, they're, the stockholders are, are all different kinds of people. They're Mennonites, they're Lutherans, yeah. they're all Catholics, they're all different kinds of people. But they do happen to be headed by Jewish people. Why aren't they standing up and fighting back? This is goes to something that you and I, and I believe our wonderful, 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 well, there was a wonderful girl from Ma- Mandy from Mississippi who was on the show quite often, very often, never often enough, and uh, says is uh, her, I mean, well, as, as she as she so aptly said, we are not defending the people who need defending. And as George Wallace, a person who turned out to be a huge civil rights advocate, said 
uh, we will not have any peace or freedom in this country until people learn that when you let people out without any bail, after they've committed violent crimes, you're not doing them a favor. You're doing everybody else a disfavor. You're doing everybody else a harm. No, well said. And as somebody pointed out, Cosma, I agree with you on this. You're right. Stockholders don't have crap to say. Zuckerberg has a lot to say, and so does Sergey Brin, who runs Google. And the fact that they're allowing, I mean, I want you to think about this. So, Ben, just to put it in perspective, uh, Zuckerberg runs and owns a massive share of uh, Facebook, which also owns Instagram, which also owns Threads, which is something sort of like Twitter. Sergey Brin, who runs and started Google, which owns YouTube. Two of the biggest mass media conglomerates in the world, not just America, but the world. The fact that they met with the DOJ to suppress, to remove, and to go after conservatives, yet they won't go after jihadists, and the jihadist posts that are going on their sites is amazing. It's to the point. They're horrifying. horrifying. Instagram and uh, and Facebook and and Google slogan should be jihadists welcome, because (laughs) it's it's they are getting away. You can't post these things. You do the, the, the stuff that's going on, as you brought up before. Can you bring that up one more time? I know you're, everybody's a little tired, but you brought up something very important because you brought up where the differentiation between free speech and the other thing that you were talking well, about. No, I think me, I'm not sure. We've talked a lot about free speech. What I'm saying is, yes, of course, we have free speech in this country. That's the First Amendment. Uh, but also what we have is laws saying, uh, judge-made laws usually, if you do something, even if it's not intentionally an attack on, on, on people, if you do it often enough and with enough viciousness, it will be held to be intentional. Uh, if you, uh, if it's, for example, it is not allowed to sue someone for terribly horrible things that she might have said online. Uh, on, uh, and I, I was, in fact, sued for this by the great and the inimitably great uh, John Rivers and uh, and the people, uh, the jihadists said, oh, no, 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 Ben Stein, he's a Nazi, he can't be possibly bothered with thinking about what this what is going on there. Perhaps we give him a, a, a paddle out to him in his swimming pool in your gold-lined uh, bathing trunks. No, that's not how it works at all. Sirs, we have free speech. Yes, we have free speech. No doubt about it. We have free speech. It's a great, great, incredibly great thing. We don't have the right to incite to riot. We don't have the right to incite to murder. We don't have the right to incite to set buildings on fire. We don't have the right to do any physical harm. We don't. No country in the world has that right. What about intimidation, Ben? Uh, it depends on what's, what's meant or what state it is, but you are allowed to... Uh, Tell people to shut up or you're going to beat the crap out of them. It's interesting. Pre- President Biden, God bless his soul, he during the campaign of uh, 19, uh, well, I forget, it's been so long ago now, it's hard to believe it actually ever happened. During the campaign of uh, 64, uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, not 64, of, uh, well, anyway, some recent campaign, he said, uh, he said such and such a thing. I don't remember what it was. And Biden said, "I'm going to, if you say that anymore, I'm going to take you out behind the woodshed yeah. and beat the crap out of you." In I thought to myself, "What? What? 
What are you talking about? You're a quite elderly man, very elderly. In fact, I doubt if you have the jism in you to, uh, I should say jism on the air, if you have the jizz in you, i say that, uh, to uh, beat up anybody. And yet the Democrats feel they can say that and no harm will come to them and don't, and don't. Definitely, he's right. No harm will come to him. He's, he's a governor of a very, very consistently left-wing Democrat state. How are you going to get them ever, ever, ever to stand up for the rights of anyone else besides themselves? Well said. And uh, I think it's time uh, we wrap it up a little bit. It is Saturday night. Saturday um, night. And I will say, uh, I have to go into... I'm in my office. I'm going to go over, walk a few steps to my computer. I'm going to see if anyone has said hello to me. And then I'm going to go over to my kitchen and I am going to make a steaky wake for my wifey, the world's finest being, the absolutely number one finest being on the planet, planet Earth, that is. And I'm going to make her a steak and I'm going to stand over her with a whip until she eats it all. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. And on that, yes. I want to say thank you to everybody. We will be back on Tuesday night. Uh, thank you to the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. Thank you, everybody out there. Thank you, Ben Stein, of course. And God bless you all. God bless this America. Country. God bless Richard Nixon, who was the last president who had any balls in foreign policy. And well, Reagan, of course, and well, and Trump, so he's not far from being the last one. He, he stood up and said, I'm going to take certain stance, even though they're unpopular, even though the media is railing at me and ranting at me all the time. I'm going to stand up for what's right. And Bob Bartley, Ted said this to me actually when he and I were on a subway train going from Brooklyn to, Man to Lower Manhattan. And uh, he was so proud of Mr. Nixon for having said something recently in favor of free speech, and that was what counts is what kind of people we are, and we can tell from what we say and what courts will defend us saying what kind of people we are. And if we're the kind of people we want to be, we will not let people smear the Jews just for their being Jews. And thank God for Nixon. Thank God. And on that note, God, seriously, thank God. On that note, God bless you all. Have a great night, everybody. Have Happy Veterans Day to everybody, and thank you for serving our great country. Yes. The greatest thing God ever did that we know of, for sure, create America. God bless you all. God bless you all.